You look like a cop with that mustache. You guys ready? Time's Up Outdoors podcast episode four coming at you from the ice talking about things that don't happen on the ice. We are going to talk about turkey hunting, the ins and outs, the basics, the calling, decoy setups, and everything in between. So here we go. All right, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Times Up Outdoors podcast, episode four. Are we on four or three? This Five? is four. No, this is four. Is We're four. four. We're back here on Whitmore Lake in an ice fishing shanty. Again. Trying to kill some pike. And uh, we got one already, so that's that's a good thing. And but today this episode is not any it does not have anything to do with pike fishing or ice fishing. It has to do with turkey hunting. Um, it's going to be basically a how-to uh, basics on turkey hunting because myself has I've never turkey hunted in my life. I've never even thought about it until last year when these guys started talking to me about it. I just pretty much deer hunt, small game, rabbits, birds, pheasants. So this year I'm hoping to get after one. And um, these guys, I mean, how many turkeys do you guys? As you know, between me, Nico, and Hunter, we shoot. Piles of turkeys. Piles of turkeys. Yeah. Not piles. A pile. One turkey a season. Equating to a pile. Equating to a pile over right. their lifetime. Correct. Because <laughs> pile of turkey would be illegal. So, so yeah. So, we're going to go through the basics of turkey hunting on this podcast. So, if you already know how to turkey hunt, you should listen. Because then you can comment and tell us how you do it differently and how we suck. Or, if you don't know how to turkey hunt, you can listen along and maybe you learn a couple things. Um... So let's just get started and uh let's get into the meat and potatoes. Nico I think Stephen Ellis says that right? Meat and potatoes. I think say a lot of things. So Alright, so I got 160 acres on in Calhoun County and I wanna scout it for turkeys. So what should I be looking for on my property? Let's start it off with terrain, what am I looking for? Terrain wise. Right? First time first time going out turkey hunting, I have property. Where where am I gonna sit? Where am I gonna I go? I think that's a something to key up on too, because you said you're 160 acres in Calhoun County, right? Yeah. You could have the most badass 160 acres in Calhoun County for deer, and there might not be a single turkey on it. Right. Because they have certain little needs that they have to have to survive. So what do they need? What is the perfect property in your guys' eyes? Perfect pop property in my eyes are going to have the top ridge with some big old mature trees of big leveled branches that they can get up and roost in with secluded little areas for them to fly down in. So like food plots. I always try to find anything green or any lower, lower valleyed fields, basically, kind of where they feel hidden and secure in those areas, but big enough to where they don't feel like a predator's going to sneak up on them all the time. So that's anything I look for, basically lower valleys. But at the same time, you shoot them on hilltops all the time too. So, if you got a big swamp with like a live. Well, actual alive trees in a big swamp they like to roost over water if they real can. real quick i forgot to introduce our guest we uh we got a guest today it's um his name is hunter so i don't know if that tells you anything about him but it's hunter tanti <laughs> he's nico's brother and if you if you're listening to this there's probably a good chance that you've seen all of our waterfall footage thus far he's in it he's in all of those so he's our he's our master caller or master so back back to back to what you're looking for in your property <clears throat> yeah, that's yep. one of my biggest things. Is if yeah, you can find a place where, if you can find their roost, 
you'll be able to find where they go afterwards. And they're on the roosting in trees. Remember, yes, they will this always is basics. I already knew that, but some of the listeners might not. Yes, turkeys fly. They fly surprisingly well. Well, the first time I ever, dude, I didn't I'm know they flew. Well, I mean, I knew most of my life, but when I was a kid, I didn't know. And I was walking out to my blind. First time my dad let me go deer hunt by myself. I was walking out in the dark, and a turkey flew down, I think, or up. I don't know. Depends couldn't on see down. it. Was it in the morning? I could hear it. It was early in the morning. Yeah, so it was flying down. It was the loudest thing I ever heard, and I, I literally laid down on the ground because I thought <laughs> something was going to attack me. I was like 14, I think. So so in my property, what I'm looking for is my, my lease in Brooklyn. You guys saw it when we were out small game hunting. Perfect. And so there is a patch of woods, Oh yeah. all hardwoods, and they're big base, like Nico was saying, they've got big branches that come off the side of them. You can fit, you know, six or so turkeys in, in on one branch. And during, you know, this time of year, if you were to go out there in the morning, you, it would look like a foliaged tree. There's so many turkeys roosted up in these things. So are you talking about that last Where bit we, of woods, that, bat, that last bit of timber that we went yeah, through? Yeah, so like right before we So you want to be able to see through it? It, yeah, because yeah, what they're going to do is they want to put themselves in a position where they can see down, but you might not necessarily be able to see up. Okay. So, as possible as that can, as that is, right? And that's why they like the hunter saying to be over water. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that ridge where you're talking about, there's a lot of water in there. And so, essentially, what happens every, every um, spring is when the farmers start to go fertilize and they start tilling stuff up. All of that stuff drains into this timber. So that essentially becomes flooded timber. So they've got everything right there. They've got a food source, all their farmer's fields. They've got the roosting area, and then they've got flooded timber, which is all your water. On top of that, they're gonna move. So what I've noticed is, is somebody cackling over there? Yeah. <laughs> so what I've noticed in the springtime, they're gonna end up moving. They'll come down from their roost. They'll hit their water holes they'll scrape up a little bit and then they'll start walking on the field just like Nico saying using these spurs and draws to to hide themselves while they're covering ground to go look for food now that's what Brooklyn has all about is all about I've got all, all of my farmers fields have all kinds of structure to them to draws to spurs and so that's what I like to to look for on top of that like he's saying we've got a lot of ridges up on field ridges that are high enough to where they can look down and put themselves in a good vantage point to, to block themselves from predators. Turkeys are all about feeling safe. Everything tries to kill turkeys its whole entire life. From the minute they are an egg, they're trying to be eaten. So their whole- They're trying to be eaten? Well, they're trying to not be eaten. <laughs> trying to not, something is trying to something something trying to eat That's them. a weird thing to want to do. <laughs> yeah. So they're all about survival. So they just want to feel safe at all times. So, and then, so, if, if you want to get out and walk around your property in the springtime and see if do I have turkeys out here, so you go up before your turkey season, you can go look under those big trees that we're talking about. Go try to find the biggest trees on your property where maybe they're going to go roost and look underneath of them. You will know if turkeys roost in it because there is a toilet under that tree. Mm -hmm. There will be turkey crap everywhere. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Because okay. just sit up there. Because birds can't control when they poop. Yeah. They just poop. That's why when you see them take off to fly, they poop. It's like when you try to pick something up and you fart. Yeah. Yeah. I think a big thing is, is people get discouraged when they're walking around or they're deer hunting and you don't see any turkeys. Doesn't necessarily mean there won't be turkeys there in the springtime. They're going to look for different certain or different things when it comes to their breeding season and their nesting seasons. Because obviously the toms are going to go where the hens are and the hens are going to find the best place for the nest. Like our property where uh, our dad shot that big buck this year, 
we hardly see turkeys on it in the fall. I mean, hardly. I've seen them two, maybe, I mean, I count on one hand how many times I've seen them in the fall, a big group of turkeys there. But springtime comes around, it's nothing to kill two or three birds off that same property. Yeah. All right, year. so what about what about this, though? What does the same go for if you see them in the fall? If you see a lot of turkeys in the fall, they might not be there in the spring. Yep. See, but in the, that's like... And then you have like property, like my property. I, I'll see turkeys all year long. Yeah, exactly. and that's the opening yeah. day of bow season. We saw your property's got a good mix of terrain. So it's got everything right. they need all in one. They're not place. going far. Yeah, from from where. And I'm really not sure why they're not on that property. That I mean, it doesn't make any sense why they're not there. There's food always, and I mean they'll go on your end. So just down the road. Yeah. Just don't be discouraged about it. Keep go look. You can go look for uh, sand bowls. Is a big thing. I look dust bowls. Basically, you'll see anywhere where it's kind of sandier ground or dustier ground, they will make, point. it almost looks like a deer scrape, but it's a little deeper into the ground. There's usually feathers and crab and turkey prints in it. And it's big. Yeah, they're a little it's bigger. Big. And they get in there and they get laid on live trail camp pictures up. We'll put it up on the podcast. I'll send them to you. Yeah. They lay down in there and they flap their wings real hard and they get dust all over themselves and it helps right. keep the bugs off and everything else. So That's a big thing. That's a, big, that's a huge sign. If you find dust bowls on your property that are being hit and you hunt over that, if you don't know anything about turkey hunting, do this. Find the dust bowls and sit there all day. You'll kill a turkey. Now, where do you Just typically wait. look for those dust bowls? Like, I look for scrapes on field edges a lot. I mean, so I know that's not the best, the only place to look. Dust bowls seem to be on edges more, too, because you have more loose dirt or uh, drier dirt there on the edges. It's not tilled under okay. all the time okay. and stuff. Yep. Yep. But basically, secluded fields. So I find them, like, where I shot my bird last year, <clears throat> it was a, a big bottom in this field that went kind of near their roost, and okay. they felt safe there. And they would hang out there, and they would strut around all day, and the hens make their dust bowls. And you just hang out in there. So food plots, you see them a lot in there. It's usually on the edges because in the middle of the field is obviously crops. Now you say in food plots, you're talking like food plots for deer. Is there a? I mean, if you have is a there... food plot for deer with clover in it, that clover is going to be pretty and green. It's going to hold little bugs. It's going to hold the greens that they want, the seeds okay. that they want. It's going to hold turkeys. Okay. And actually, it's not as bad as it sounds. If you are planting a food plot, if you are like just planted, you know, you're going to plant in April. Typically, if you're depending on what crop, obviously, but they're going to be all over that seed too. Yep, for sure. They're, they will be. If you plant a food plot and you want it to grow, the best thing you could do, like property management-wise, is to go out there and turkey hunt because you're going to get, <laughs> you're going to, they're going to find that seed and they're going to start picking away at that seed. Yeah, when I see a tur uh, farmer just go plant. I start looking for a bird. Yeah, well, field. that makes sense because last year I planted that little corner on the creek on my property, and. I have so many turkey pictures on my trail cam. And they're birds. That. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to eat seeds. And then same thing, as soon as you see a farmer go till his field up <clears> and get all that new dirt and new bugs and everything else up, turkeys are in there. Turkeys eat bugs. Don't right. forget that. Right. They eat a frogs. Yeah. You'll see birds down in the swamp bottoms of you know little water holes. They go down there and eat frogs. They eat, all all right. kinds. They eat little, pretty much anything. Okay. I've seen, so what you were saying about those sand bowls or those dust bowls, they, got, they do the same thing on like a swampy, like where, where, where my my property, that timber floods, and they'll do the same thing in the mud. Then you'll see just off, not in the water, but off to where it's still wet, you'll see where they go down there and they just dig around because like he's saying, there's a bunch of mosquito, a bunch of larva down there. And so you'll see where they're opening, they're essentially digging holes to look for stuff, worms and, and bugs and stuff like that. So. Depending on where you are, and I, I find a lot of these these dust spots just in, I mean, just inside of a field edge, more so than on the field edge, like a scrape, you're going to find it like right on that field edge. Mine's actually, all the ones that I see are just inside the woods. I mean, maybe maybe 15 yards. 
if you're listening to this too, try to look at our YouTube video. There's gonna be example. We'll have pictures of all these dust bowls and stuff on there for you guys to look at. Something just a visual for it. Um. All right. So I think we covered. Well, with terrain too. Now, and I will say for those people that are gonna go out there and and try this, it's it's awesome to be in Michigan because the way our turkey season lines up and to where when our snow melts. If you're going to turkey hunt, the chances are you're going to be out there morel hunting and you're going to be out there shed hunting, especially shed hunting. This is what a good time to scout, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, start, as soon as this snow starts melting, they're going to start moving in. Yeah, I'm we're going to start. We're going shed hunting Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, and we'll know if there's turkeys. Now you're going to be out there shed hunting, and you'll you know find turkey tracks. You'll probably even see turkey in, in the distance. I mean, I've saw a turkey every time I've hunted. Not every time. That's an exaggeration. But most days that I was out hunting. They're roosted right there the on fall. the east side of your property. Your property line. Yeah, I would almost always see turkeys. So for what you're doing, okay, so you know, if you're watching any of Scott's but footage. That's in the fall, so. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. That's going to be the same because what they're doing is that northeast corner where it's all hardwoods over there. Yeah. Where you saw Stan. Yeah. They're roosting in there. They're, they're in the south, that, that timber on the south. Uh, east corner of my property too. They're yeah. down there too. Yeah. Uh, they're they're always right outside on that edge of that square of timber. It's heavy timber. It's where. And so what what they're doing on yours is they're coming out of those like the one the time we were out there hunting, and we saw them come down. They came down from that northeast corner. Yep. They come down. They walk that field edge all the way all the way across that that little drainage ditch. Yep. And then they're going out to feed on that cut corn. Yeah. Obviously that's in the fall, but that's a good place to start. Um. All right, so I mean, is there anything else you guys could say about like where where to find the turkeys and the God. dust bowl thing? I'm just gonna hit on that. Yeah, yeah go ahead. they're almost always gonna be there, relatively close to the same place year after year. So if you think you've seen it, don't be afraid to go yeah. back there. So and it's look just for like that. a deer. No. It's yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's not, pretty much yeah, same idea. It's not a scent thing. It's but it's a place that you yeah, but it's always it's it's in the same the spot fastest, a lot. Yeah, the fastest drying area, and they, they got loose sand somewhere like. That food plot that we have that yep. right by where dad hunts it's always the okay. same line every year really multiple pieces of properties that so usually that somewhere the they're going to go once the sun comes up and everything's dry again that's where they're going to go hang out so late morning midday that's where i go like when i go turkey out and after my morning sit now it's getting midday i go to where i know they dust at okay that's where i'm going to kill bird at. all right so what it's april 22nd is the opener correct yeah and for the early season. Okay, for early season is April 22nd to what? May Mar 5th. May 5th. May 5th. Yeah. And then the, May when's 6th the late? through the 31st. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, the how does the tag system work? Explain that to me because I don't I don't know how that works. Well, like, it, it depends on where you're at in the state. The yep. lower unit ZZ, which is what we all are going to hunt. Yep. yep. So, the lower zone for the majority of the birds that well, everybody I know, that's where we hunt at. So, you put in for one or the other. You can put in for the draw. I've never done it. I'm not gonna lie. I'd recommend you don't do it because there's no point. There's so many tags. It's there's always, always leftovers. There's just like thirty-five thousand leftovers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow. they were giving away seventy-five thousand. Yeah. There's not that many turkey on it. So. Yeah. But you can put it for draw. Whatever you want to do. Then you pick. Do you want to hunt? You have two weeks to hunt from April twenty-second to May fifth, or you have basically the whole month to hunt. Okay. So that's how I tell everybody to pick. How much time do you have to hunt? So I always do the April season because okay. I know my birds and I know where I'm going to go. And I'm okay. Pretty much going to go kill them. And I don't have the patience to wait. Yep. Okay. But like, 
if you got kids, it's warmer in May. Yeah, the birds, right, I right. think the birds are usually a little bit more vocal and aggressive, at least the first couple of weeks of May before it gets super hot. So if you're taking kids or your wife out, you would recommend applying for the late one? I or me, unless they're not applying, but getting a late tag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My mom always gets a Macy's. Okay. She, she's got a little more time to hunt then. It's warmer. It's warmer. That's the okay. biggest thing. It's warmer. You're going to get more mosquitoes. I've had bro. April hunts where there's snow on the ground. We've, I've shot birds in the snow. Yeah. Okay. So you got to kind of figure out what you want to do. All right. So clothing-wise, like, uh, I guess it would coincide with my question on... Coincide. I, that's a pretty good word. You think so? Yeah, that's true. I looked it up in the dictionary. I like or, it. Um, a, uh, what's thesaurus. the not a, yeah thesaurus yeah I looked up in the thesaurus, thesaurus <laughs> last night I was looking for cool words to use today no but uh you know I I know I know a lot about deer and what they can see and smell and hear and I don't know anything about turkey so I guess what what talk about where talk about the anatomy what, and like what the turkey strengths and weaknesses are yeah because because it I mean that I I wear I mean we probably wear a camo for no reason and the deer probably it doesn't even matter but. Because how many of you have had your grandpas and your dad shot deer in like car hearts and yeah, my dad all only Jack Van Egan car heart master. <laughs> my dad used to hunt a red, 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 red black flannel, the red black flannel yeah. which you had to wear before Wool. back in the day. But <clears throat> how, what's their sight? What's their scent? What's their hair? What are you like? Scent's not a factor. Scent's not a factor. Okay, so you sight. don't have to worry about your scent at all. Sight. Sight, sight is your... Sight, sight, sight. sight. It's movement, sight. movement. So you movement. can go out there smelling like a gym rat. Yes. So a turkey... If turkeys, gym shorts. Had, if turkeys could smell like deer, you'd never kill them. You'd never, you'd never see them. So <laughs> sight, <laughs> what about hearing? Uh, you can get away... You can not... You can get away with talking in a low tone. Okay. Like, we, you, if you listen to our, I our videos... I probably can because I'm too loud. There's videos of us talking... Pretty much, almost like this. yeah, pretty yeah. Yeah, I heard that when I was watching a couple they, of the other ones. Yeah. They get pretty focused on what they're doing. They now they hear tones like I hear. I think they hear like a sharp tone. So that's what like that. that's what there is. There's something I read right. It, it said that they can't hear you lower can turns. They've got wait a, wait wait. Let's cover this. I can read. I heard that you had to have a person help you take the Detroit. My wife <laughs> read to me something online. <laughs> That don't know if it's true or not. They can't discriminate. But it makes sense because they, they've, um, they can't hear a lower tone. So like, oh, okay. like a voice or a, a very okay. low tone as to where. Makes but sense. they can hear very, okay, very so high tone. Worry, your biggest yeah. worry is sight. The biggest worry is yeah. sight. So camo sure. is a big thing. Yeah. Hundred percent. Or the glow not, of your face and the glow of your hands. They see that stuff. The glow of your gun. And like we're, we're probably all going to touch on, and I think we're all in agreement on this. It's not camo. It's camo is like a deer. You just want to break yourself up. A turkey, you want to blend in with your surroundings. Yeah, I believe you want to camo Isn't that yourself. What camo is? Yeah, but when when you you got to touch on this because it's not somebody's going to go touch out it. there, okay, and sit in a. We'll we'll touch on this in a minute, but a camo people's going to think that you are wearing camouflage. Yeah, it's not necessarily true, and we're gonna, well, we'll touch on. Well, that I mean, later. we're it's a hunting and fishing podcast. Right. I mean, camo meaning like this, like like that wouldn't be a bad one, but like, like real the waterfowl tree. style camo. You're yeah. saying like that's too dark. No way. Like, if you're laying you up against green. a pine you tree, green. Yeah. with some random camo tones on, okay. they're yeah. gonna see you. Okay, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, exactly. They nothing. You gotta know where you're sitting. Just move. try to blend in with your surroundings as best you can. So just don't move, and you'll kill the turkey. Now, are you hunting out of a pop-up blind? Are you hunting out just sitting on the ground? My general, I think we, I think this is where we kind of differ. So if I, I bow hunt a lot for turkey. So if I'm bow hunting or I'm taking somebody new, or somebody uh, just know moves a lot, if somebody's gonna move or you have to move, I start my mornings off in a pop-up. 
a cheap $30 pop-up and you can put it, this is important, you can well, put especially it with kids, anywhere. Anyway. You do not have to blend it in. You can slap this thing brand new in the middle of a cornfield and they don't care. Don't really? They yeah. don't Pop care. Pop-up line. They will t I've had them rub up against it. They're not deer. They're not deer. That's something they don't seem to see. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. And wear black inside that blind and you right. can jump that, And that's what I'm talking about. Why, why are we wearing in. black? Because, blending yeah, the, you're blending in with this. You're hopefully... You're using the shadows of the pop-up line. When that Are you getting pretty open. fancy with your uh, with your face paint too? I wear I wear something like this sometimes. Okay. Camo. Or black. Or black. Or black. Or if I'm in a blind, it's black. I yeah. use face paint just because. You, you get know. fancy with it? Oh, of course you have. To. You don't just smear it on your face. Oh, you got to. Look okay. at my turkey picture from last yeah. year. He's always yeah. got these like cool football stripes. How long does <laughs> it How long does it take to get ready in the morning? Quick. That's normally a driving thing. I'm like the how come, you see on the how come men are quicker? <laughs> how come men can put their makeup on quicker than women can? Because we're not trying to look pretty. <laughs> oh, you yeah, you are. You, you got to make it perfect. It's naturally prettier. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Our, it's the contours of our face, I think. <laughs> we don't have, to right. have as much from beards. So we got with, with the blinds. A lot of people's mistake is just because you have a blind doesn't mean you have to open up every window. Right, and if yeah. You're, just because you're wearing exactly. black doesn't mean you're yes. going to blend so in. So that goes windows behind same you. with deer. I mean, yeah, exactly. you don't if want a lot of light. Moving, yeah. you silhouette. Lot of light if you've got a side-to-side -side window on, open and they're from your side, they're going to pick a silhouette off. Yep. Shut them yeah. windows. Have your front window open. Shoot <clears> your face right there. I mean, if you got a big hub style like we are in the shanty, keep the front three windows open if you want. Right. You and just right. peek out the other Or ones. you get one of those yeah, uh, see-through. Yeah, those crazy. are sweet. Yeah, In the mornings, what I like to do is I like to actually camo myself up without a blind. I usually brush myself in in the morning, and usually it's just me. If it's just me, I'm just gonna brush myself in, camo myself really good. I mean, I'll lay I'll lay cedar sticks on top of me, and I'll lay down if I'm hunting with a gun. And that sun really brightens up. And I will put sorry, I will put everything right out in front of me. And my gun will already be in shooting position, so I have minimal movements. I use a mouth call, so I, I don't have to move anything. I will sit behind that gun for four hours until, you know, and then in the daytime, then, you know, if I hear some responses or whatever, then I'll, I'll start actually running a gun in a little bit. All right, so I, I get out to my property. Yeah. I kind of have a general idea where they're roosting because this is morning. We're going to talk about morning first. I get out there. I got a general idea where they roost. How how far away am I setting up from where they roost? Now, then you're going to get a bunch of opinions on this. Okay. Totally opinionated. Okay. Me, my goal, if I know the bird's roosting there, I get there plenty early enough so he's not going to see me moving in there. Yeah, I want to get right within... 80 to 100 yards. Just went the hole. 80 to 100 yards. I say that it's kind of a situational thing. If I know he's going to fly down somewhere, I'll get there. If I can get to where he's going to put his feet on the ground, I'm going to do that. If I don't know where he flies down, I'm 80 to 100 yards where I think he's going to come to. Because when they fly down out of the roost, they fly in pretty far. They might, they will, I've had seen them just basically fall out of the tree and that's where they go and I've seen them fly down to somewhere else where they want to go and feel safe. And again, that's all scouting. So, all right, so you're scouting, you want to see where they're going. Just like yeah. waterfowl. Because they typically scout. come yeah. out of the don't same, doubt the scout. when they fly out of their roost, they go to the same area? Generally. Generally? Yeah. Well, well I, I would imagine. Something could spook them and make them go a different I would way, say but. during gun or uh, bow season, I saw the, the turkeys that I saw every time I saw them, they went the exact same that's they usually, came from and went the same place. Usually somewhere they know they can fly, they can see that spot that they're flying into, and they feel good. When I they never see them fly down. They all just they always just walked out of the woods. So they're flying down into the woods. In the woods, yeah. okay. I'll set myself up. I'm not really necessarily gauging where I'm setting up in the mornings based off of their roost. I mean, I am, 
but I'm not not really too concerned with how close I am to the roost as to as to what path I'm on because I know right like you said you scout it I know where they're headed I'm just wanting to cut them off to their food source because that's where on, on, in my property during the springtime they're gonna fly out of the roost and go right to the food source a lot of these something like you said you're gonna get differing opinions because sometimes they fly down and hang out at the bottom of the roost till they got their whole flock with them and yep. then they'll move there's a lot of old timers that will not go turkey hunting till nine o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. It's hard to kill a bird right off the roost because he's already got his girlfriends with him usually, so he's gonna go breed those yeah. hens and then come to you. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys that'll wait till they're basically going to that food source or on it, and then they go shoot them there. Yep. So it's a. I like going in the morning because I love to hear it. I. It, that is. It's something. Yeah, if to you're be, taking somebody new, for sure. Go in the morning. Here you go. I've also seen, you know, like I'll set my decoys up because, you know, once you see it, you've got to see these things go Switch up into up. the roost. It's it's amazing because what, the the. Hens are going to be the first one to go up, and then the rooster is going to be the last one to kind of, kind of, you know, police in them all. Did you call him a rooster? He did. He did rooster. call him a rooster. Call him a rooster. <laughs> These toms will hang out on the bottom. Or Jake. Saying, Don't discriminate. Jake. <laughs> little baby. The males. Toms and Jakes. They'll be the last ones to go up. But they're generally the first ones to come down. And so... They, they roost over a you huge fire? area. No, I was definitely the chair. Oh, I would have owned it. I would have owned it. We fire on our podcast. I, mean, I would have owned it. It I happens it on sometimes. My, on the podcast. It I, does. It happens I sometimes. I would have been honest with you. <laughs> but I've seen these things, you know, they roost in such a big area. And like like Nico was saying, they're really not generally worried about, you know, losing hens or anything like that on, right out of the roost. But if you set up a decoy far enough away and you start clucking at it, then that Tom's gonna come over and try to round him back up into the flock. So that's kind of what I'm looking for in a morning hunt. So you set up 80 to 100 yards, you, in your opinion, and then you get your decoy out, right? Yep. Now, when do you start calling? When does that happen? I wait till I hear them call first. So once you start hearing them calling, then you start calling. As soon as I hear somebody make a noise. Now explain the calling process. Talking. Are you, you're calling as a hen? And man, when I'm doing my morning calls, I'm I'm trying to sound like a lonely hen. That I want him to kind of like John say, come. He, he, Tom's will try to get a group of hens together, try to breed them all, and then get when they go to nest, he goes to the next hens. He goes to try to find some. Okay. So in the morning, I want him to come check out my hen. So cool. I try to sound like a lonely hen. Now with that lonely hen decoy I have, I usually have a strutting de Tom decoy behind it. Like a half, yeah, str half strut, half strut or strut. Yeah, yeah, I have some sort of male turkey Tom with it. And then hopefully he gets pissed off when he sees it and wants to fight. Do you know? Do you know what a strut is? No. Nope. Struts when they get all poofy and they get their heads up and they change colors. Push their, like push their fan out and yeah, everything. Kind of, kind of, pretty, pretty, pretty much like it's like when your wife. It's just opposite when your wife gets all pissed off at you, and then she like tries to. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're just getting pissed off and they're trying to intimidate this hen and push it's them into the It's funny. It's a funny way to. That's what mine this does. That is a really time. funny thing. Peacock. To <laughs> I know because she's really mad at me they're, right now. They're showing off their stuff. <laughs> Peacocking. Peacocking. All right. Gotta let them fly. So, I mean, I feel right now. I feel like I'm, I'm an expert on turkey hunting. Pretty much. So you've got the morning part. You try to get them off the roost. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It. It's probably fifty percent, fifty-fifty. I don't know. It does or doesn't. So then you got. They're gonna go to food. They're gonna start strutting around. He's gonna breed them hens. So you got to try to either cut him off or somehow stay close enough to piss him off. Or, I think we all do this a lot, is try to mimic the hens that he's with if they're talking oh, yeah. and get her to come to you. If you met, like basically playing a copycat and mimic her all day, she'll eventually get pissed and she's going to show up. Yeah. Kill a lot of, I kill a lot of birds that way by getting the hen to come to me. 
homeboy's gonna follow up yeah. and shoot him in the face. I mean, and you can use, there is male paws, you can gobble at birds. And yep. You can so, do yeah, all if you that. get a real dominant bird and you gobble at him, he could come running. You can make fighting purr calls and everything. And no, that's what you're you're trying to do. You're trying to get. It's a sim, similar. Sounds like it's the same as deer hunting. I mean, it well, is. not same as deer hunting, but the calling. Well, it's their breeding season, so you have two things you want to do. You're either trying to make him get horny and come to his hen, or you're trying to get him pissed off and come fight your tom decoy or your male decoy. So, I'm just, that's exactly what you're doing. He's either trying to come have sex with it or kill it. One of those two. It's true. And they might try to do both. <laughs> I've seen them all over the decoys yep. trying to do both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to fight your your half strut and then mount your all right so that's the morning so you, you typically so all right so now you you hunt till let's say a lot of guys go out deer hunting in the morning and they're done by like 10 11 o'clock if they you know get one yeah. or not whatever but what's your what's your uh how does turkey hunt work you go out in the morning you get out there early before sun comes up yeah my favorite time to hunt turkey is between 10 and 2 so i'm not 10 and 2 so you so you'll stay out there all day. Yep. Because so okay. they hunt you. you go out there. Or do you the ever morning. do you ever get out there late yeah, or plenty of times? Okay. So I'll get out there if I hunt the morning. Hunt the morning. We don't kill anything. Well, now he's hopefully he's starting to breed those hens and get rid of them. So now he's going to get lonely and he's going to come try to find a hen. Okay. So you try to find a bird, locate a bird, be near where you know birds are going to be. Now you're getting up and moving around. I usually do. I've got the property to do it though. If you're on one piece of property, but you know birds work through, you don't have to move. Mm -hmm. Just have your decoy set up in an area you think they're going to come cruising through, like John was saying. And call every 15 to 30 minutes. Okay. Don't call nonstop. Don't overcall these turkeys, especially on the roost. Should have mentioned that. Do yeah. not overcall birds on the roost. Okay. Just because he's gobbling doesn't mean you have to keep calling. Doesn't mean he's he gobbling knows you're there. You know, yep. just, Chances are he's gobbling at his all of his flock yeah. that he's already got up in the roost. Call every 15 to 30 minutes, depending on what's going on. Okay. And, that's, and that's where I'm doing. That, I don't call until they're on the ground. But it's just everybody's opinion. Yeah. I like to call on the trail on them to know I'm here a little bit. But calling on the ground makes total sense too. It does no right or wrong to it. Everybody's got their own yeah, way. Exactly. A little niche. And we both kill a lot of turkeys. So, so you like killing them 10 to 2. Now, what about in the evening? Evenings, are th in my opinion, that's the hardest time to kill a turkey. Okay. Especially with legal. Yeah, to do it legally is the hardest time. Ah, yeah. uh, so these turkeys aren't showing themselves to like. Well, I mean, it's not that they don't show themselves. So you, you can go sit under that roosting hunt. tree yeah. and shoot them as they go flying up into the tree. It'd be really easy then. But it's also most likely going to be a half hour after your legal limit. Yeah. So you got to stop turkey hunting a half hour before sunrise. And you're not allowed to shoot them in the tree, right? No. no. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. If it's in a tree, you can't shoot it. Right. You yeah. shoot them out while they're flying, as long as it's within legal shooting hours. Which is weird. Why? Why is that? Why can't you shoot them out of a tree? Yeah. That's just to keep people from shooting them during. If you could shoot them during a tree, I would walk out to the tree yeah. <laughs> at, at pitch black, and as soon as that legal shooting time is, I'd blast them out of the tree. It'd be, yeah. be the easiest thing. That's the whole point behind it. Is, okay. And you, most time, it's going to be dark, so it you can't really it, tell it where you're shooting, and then you're going to start shooting hands. Yeah. Right. Wow. The evening, you basically you got they're going to be in the food, and then they're going to go work their now, way. Now, springtime, you can only shoot a male. Correct. Correct. Well, a bearded bird doesn't have to be a male. It has beard, to have yeah. a beard. Okay. Because there are bearded beard hens. Yep. yep. That's interesting. Which is kind of cool. I'll show you the one I shot. We've shot quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They're always more aggressive. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are the turkey experts. I, I don't even know what else to, to ask. So we covered the where. Um. A lot. Where, a lot of guys. I I know a lot of guys. There's like two things that people have differing opinions about. Is how to call and when to call. That's like mm -hmm. when people, what makes a good turkey hunter, maybe from a bad hunter, and what decoys to use. There's some guys that go out there with a stick and a fan, or like a shooting scoop, and they shoot 
as many birds as somebody that goes out there that has uh, a jake and a half strut. Yeah. They use two males or people that just have a whole volley essentially of hens sitting out there. I mean, or no decoys for, at all. Or no decoys at all. Mm -hmm. Plenty. My dad like, uses no decoys. For three for three years, I didn't use a single decoy. They probably killed turkeys. I still killed turkeys. Yeah. I use three decoys. My pretty much almost every time I hunt, I use the same decoy setup. I use a breeding a hen that's breeding position, so she's laying down. Hens when they get basically when they get raped, they lay down, and then I put a strutting tom behind it a few feet, like it's getting ready to mount her. Okay. And then I have a feeding hen off to the side of that. That's my typical yep. morning when I go out there. That's my first decoy setup. Now, uh, if I wanted idea. to go out and buy this turkey, these turkey decoys, what's what's an entry level kind of? You don't have to say any brand names or anything because they're not giving us any money. Yeah. Are you, uh, I mean, well, I'll, I'll lay brand names out there. Yeah. I use the Primos okay. decoys All right. because, to me, they're the best looking for the cost. All right, Primos. They got these blow-up ones I that's not Primos Honolulu brand. I hate them to death. But people kill birds over them. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Avians and DSDs, which are awesome, awesome DSDs. Now, what's the cost? What does that stuff cost? The D, the the high end ones can be 100. It was like 180 for the DSD for one? Hen. 180 for a hen. for a one. Yeah, for the family pack, which is two hens at a time, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like 490 dollars. Wow. And then but avians they look are like a legit turkey. Yeah, they're pretty right. I mean, they're amazing. Now what's they've got, like, more affordable? On them and the, the one like I bought last year, I bought a half strut Jake with a hen, and I think it's like a 40 dollar package. Yep. And oh, they look pretty good. And that's the primos. You can go even cheaper. H and S strut. Uh, they have a lot of cheap they decoys. A big thing too, you can buy a decoy. Like I have two hen decoys that I bought last year that are good decoys or bodies, but their heads to me are off color. I don't yeah, like the color head, them, so yeah. I just paint them. Yeah. Oh really? That's yeah. a big thing. Is, yeah. We painted uh, both the tom decoys, mm -hmm. that, or all the tom decoys we have, we repainted their heads. Re yeah. Repainted their heads. That's, That's one thing you could talk about. Slap There's a tail fan on them. Head color. Head color. Yeah, explain that to me. Why don't you like the head color of these decoys? Just from my opinion, their heads, you know, so turkeys' heads, when they, especially when they strut, they change color. Males. Okay. Males. Males, yes. When they're in strut or when they're coming in, you'll notice when they come in and out of strut, they change colors a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. they go from red, whites, and blues. They're very American. Okay. So they call them jelly heads. Yes. So the, when you when we bought the decoys, they're all pretty much red, right? Yep, and red is, a lot of times red is fight. Red is an angry thing. Okay. And then you have your white, which is a... Passive, like their skin alarm, literally changes like color. This. Yes. Yeah. Like oh no, chameleon. You they're controlling it. their blood flow. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what all that all that stuff is. It's called. What, yeah. called what is that called? Yeah. They're called caruncles, and uh, the things that look the, like the balls thing on the top on the is a snood, and the snood is actually what is is controlling all. Is you can see it. You can if you can watch their snood, you'll be able to tell a lot about their posture. A short snood normally means timid or like scared of any sort and a no long kidding. snoot is relaxed they're good they're, you know and there's a lot of different colors by a hunter turkey. raised turkeys for a few years oh did you grand champion <laughs> grand champion turkey at the fair so i want to hunter <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah so that's a when you're hunting when you're hunting a lot is i mean when you're working a bird you see a time it doesn't matter if it's 20 yards away or 200 yards away if you can see their head color watch it a lot of times it They'll change. They can look at you and they'll change. See, I've, I don't know if there's a science to it. That's why I'm kind of stuttering over it. Like, or I don't know the science to it. So you said red. You think red is red? Well, they say angry. red is or they say red is aggressive, but certain tones are red. Because I see when I see birds get ready to leave. Like you get a bird coming in strut, he picks something is wrong. His head turns to red. But like a pinkish red. Yeah, instead of the dark. They're red. different, right? Yeah. They're and that's the color they're, that they're our nervous. decoys were when they, they were, we yep. bought them, they were like a light red. Yep, they don't look, like it. Yep. Now they're white with a blue back. The and back of their head is blue, yeah. the front of their head is white. And they say that's the sexual, that's like the... That's getting ready to the, That's the excited oh, no horny kidding. phase, yeah. yeah. That's the... And the only reason 
and you, we have like you study the film, so you can watch our our videos and see the colors of their heads mm -hmm. and make your own judgment on what times, you think yeah. they're doing. Because we've killed birds with every color head. I mean, yeah. they, they come in with different moods all the time. There's a and you decoy can watch out them change. right now. That's uh, who makes that? It's called Jekyll and Hyde decoy. The uh, avian one? No, it's not avian. I can't remember who makes the Jekyll and Hyde decoy. Um, I don't know. It's anyways. It's called Jekyll and Hyde. And one side's the aggressive side. One side's the passive aggressive, like uh, horny oh, yeah. side. And it's the same exact, it's one decoy, but it's got two different faces on it, and it's strutting, half, it's strutting with one fan in the middle of it. It looks goofy, but, I mean, obviously, they're going to show videos of it working. But, you can kill turkeys with it. Yeah, I mean, it, just the fans, yeah. Paper. Well, sure, I've seen uh, videos of people calling, like, car alarms, and turkeys oh, yeah, gobbling yeah, at, yeah, like, hon honking horns of vehicles yeah, and stuff. That's a shot gobble. Slam door, yeah, shot gobble's a big thing. So if you go looking for birds midday, and you don't, maybe you feel like you're too close, so you don't want to give a call, or you're not ready, or uh, you just want to shot gobble them, you can yell. I've yelled and got them to do it. Okay. Crow call. As I see people crow call at turkeys a lot. Peacock call is a good one. Yep. Dogs bark and get them to gobble. Yeah. I mean, any loud noise. No kidding. A lot of times you shoot and they'll gobble. Like all really? the birds that are around gobble at it. This video of him shooting a bird and the other one's gobble as soon as the gun goes off. I don't know why they do it. They, Turkeys are weird, man. It must go along with what the, the, the tones of the yeah. ear. I don't want to kill them, but I don't know what science will. Um, They're cool. What, uh, now, too deep obvious, obviously you can shoot them with a bow. Yes. Now, are you, are you, um, are you using any specific type of uh, right. broadhead? I do. Okay. I, I use the biggest cut mechanical that so I don't think is going to pass through. They don't make specific turkey broadheads? They do. They do. Okay. They, they make definitely a, do. They make... And I've never used them because I just feel like they would fly out of my boat. Weird. But they make a guillotine, which is like a three and a half inch cutting diameter. It's actually really just supposed to chop their head right off. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Now, is that like, does that change? I mean, I, I have my bow set up for deer hunting and I shoot 100. I've never shot them, but I would assume it shoots Yeah, it's got to be weird. It's Are they the same weight? They say you They're not the same arrow. Yeah, no, they got the same yeah. weight. I would. It's like 120, 100, 100 grain or 120. I would have to have grain. a longer arrow. I couldn't shoot my same length arrow because my broadhead comes over my riser. So it wouldn't work for me. I think so. <laughs> but I shoot uh, uh, the Rage Extreme, the yellow ones. Okay. They're so you're using your same arrows as you deer hunt with, you just change the broadheads yeah, off? I just Correct. slap a Rage Extreme on there. The reason I use a Rage Extreme is because it usually doesn't pass through my turkey. Now, with and I the want bow, the arrow to stay in there. With the bow, are you shooting them in the head or are you shooting them? I haven't yet shot one in the head. I, every year I see him going to, and then I end up not. I follow, take the leg, and straight up to the leg. And then where the beard comes in, that's my spot. It's basically center mass. Is it also, you can see on where the strut, you can see where we the wing occurs. We got a picture of it on our Facebook. Yeah, so essentially where the tip of the meaty part of the drumstick is intersects with their beard. Right? Yeah. Right? Yep. So right just in front of that a little that's bit. That's in strut. Because yeah. when they're not in strut, everything changes. Well, the beard and the leg thing is always. That's your yeah. always go-to. That's your easiest. Right. Yeah. The wing the wing fold yeah. is going to be different yeah. on strut and non. Now, the biggest thing with that... To why you shoot them there because if you look at a picture on like like we posted one the other day yeah, yeah. go on to our not, instagram that's not where we'll i shoot it. we'll post it on oh it isn't it's not that's okay. not where i aim it's no. high that picture is higher than i am okay Here's yeah it was pretty high up if you shoot high you're dead 12 ring right if you shoot a little bit low you break his legs and they can't fly away if you break a turkey if your guys a broken leg you can't fly okay and you're faster than a turkey with a broken leg you can catch it <laughs> if you shoot a little bit <laughs> forward <take> just like, <laughs> if you shoot a little bit forward you'll kill it and a little bit back you'll kill it okay so that's like a good that's you have room idea. for error in that spot because the turkey's kill zone, if you try to hit that spot, it's only a softball. Oh, really? It's small. 
That's and when thing. they're in that's full strut, place. they look mm -hmm. huge, but their body is only the size of a basketball, basically. Yeah, like an, you know, so are you? Do you want to get a shot straight on breast? You can take if it's straight on breast. I basically go right where his beard is, and I try to not cut his beard off. Right in the middle. Right. Yeah, just miss his beard. And a then, if he's what about away, so broadside? Broadside is that leg to beard. If he's dead away and in strut, you shove it right up his ass. Really? Yeah. Texas hard shot him. What you if he's in right full strut looking at me, and then like my that. decoys, I'm shooting him in the face. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah for sure. Basically, shoot him right in the crumples. If, if he's dead, if he's strutting, looking right at you, you're not going to go wrong by just picking the center of his whole silhouette body wise and yeah. hitting it right in the center. And the biggest thing is people do with the bow is a lot is when you see them in full strut, you think there's way more body than what there actually yeah. is. So you're just going to end up feathering them or just hitting straight meat. Yeah, if you hit their big breast, which look, that takes up the majority of their body is that big chunk of the breast meat in the front with all the feathers that roll off of it, you'll never kill it. What? It'll look like you smoke it, which you want. What's, what's the best, what, what is the absolute like deer hunting? You got your quartering, two quartering away, broad broadside. What What is your best? Tree stand. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. I don't think so. I, I mean, you can shoot a turkey at any angle. Yeah. Because you're going to, you have no problem penetrating. There's nothing Center punching hit. it. Now, can you With shoot? If I get to pick, if I was going to place the bird out there to shoot it, I'm putting a broadside. Or you can shoot yeah. a turkey yeah, out I'm of a tree. Right, I'm putting the bow. basin right at me. Yeah. Would you that? shoot a turkey out of a tree with a bow? No. 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 You can't have any, any elevation. In the fall, you can. No elevation. Any no elevation at all. Not in the fall, you can. Not in the state of Michigan. In the Different fall, you states. can, though. Yep. Yeah. Now, can you shoot a turkey with a gun in the fall out of a tree? I no. don't think no. Only bow. Yeah. No, it's out of season. That's true. It's no. out of season. Oh, yeah. Duh. It depends on what we're doing. Yeah, it's just Yeah, no kidding. I didn't think about that. Um. All right, so bow. What about gun? I got a 20-gauge. Remington 870 Express. I hope, yeah. With a bird barrel on it, is that sufficient? Can I take yes. that gun out right now and just go yes. shoot a turkey? Sure can. I don't need to buy a choke or anything like that. If you have a gun in your, this is like it's just my, it's my grandpa's shotgun. I want to shoot a bird with it. Take this a piece is, of paper out yeah. and shoot it and see how your pattern is, so you know how far you can shoot. And if oh, it's, okay. yeah, exactly. See how far you can shoot. I mean, you're, you're use a, like some of those guys use those, uh, you know, turkey chokes if you got those. Mm -hmm. But even if just a full choke, what is just? I mean, that's all a turkey choke really is. An extended full choke throw a full choke in there and start stepping that out different ammo is going to do different stuff out of your out of your gun obviously so if it's not shooting the way try a different ammo what do you guys like shooting what do you shoot jeff long beard xr i shoot i shoot three and a half inch long beard xr five shot with a pattern master 20 gauge or 12 12 gauge okay i've stepped it off i've I filmed birds that shot at 62 yards. My, With that, I, I say that I, I was using those just the uh, Winchester the, or the Super X five shot, three and a half inch. Yeah. There, it's a turkey load. I have it's shot Winchester Super X turkey load. Yeah, I know yeah. you're talking about. I shot the XRs well, compared the XRs to a few other year. ones, and it it's mind blowing watching it on paper, man. No they good. are. Yeah, the XRs are good. I think they're hands down. I think all the XR, one. all the all that footage that you guys have. Most of it's XRs. Most, yeah, most of it's that XR. are the so Remington. Do something there was older Remington ones I mean I've had everybody used to shoot the nitros at one point they were yeah. cheap but yeah I shot those I had paper against XRs and I threw them all away did yeah. you guys do you guys have you guys have those uh the pattern master chokes right you yeah both have them? I do you, you do too yeah I, I, yeah, I my have dad that. has a Mossberg he can't shoot a pattern master but he's got something yeah, other yeah. expend choke on yeah, yeah we all shoot choke. extended chokes extended choke. turk, if you're gonna do it you're like I really want to do this right there's a pike right underneath our heater coming in right now yep oh he shit he got he be back he be back so if I I forgot I was saying I got distracted by a pike. Um, if you're gonna do it, oh, go out it, and spend yeah. the money and buy a choke. Buy a the Pattermaster ones, was that hundred bucks? Probably hundred bucks. You well, you can get them. I have the Pattermaster and a Conda. It's the uh, mine's the 
um, extended mid-range actually yeah and that one's 60 to 80 I believe um what did you take off yeah yeah I went down here he'll be back um yeah so I mean they don't always go expensive I mean you don't have to get Pattermaster there's Jebs there's Kicks yes, sir. there's Carlson's I mean there's all sorts of different those are all okay. those are all, all different companies that make extended chokes you don't need extended chokes i mean some people just use straight modified but so i guess choke, you're gonna get more we've killed them so if i don't want to if i don't want to spend more money right now i just want to go shoot jerky i'm good with what i got yep just 12 or 20 shoot it yep, yep. just shoot it at paper so you make sure you okay put a dot out there and see how many bbs you have but to make you, yourself more efficient yeah, if you want to have your best chance uh, of killing a turkey, I mean, I'm not afraid to shoot a bird at 60 yards. Okay. And then you got all. guys that won't even shoot a turkey under 20. All right, so now distance 20. with your, with I mean, obviously with a bow, it's whatever you're comfortable right with. Right there. With your bow. Oh, shit. He's so far away from me. Switch. I'll be back, he'll be back. He's so Ooh. far away from me. Damn. Try to come in. When you're coming in, take an intermission. When you come in, try to come in on top of them. Okay. Yeah. Rather than at an angle, because okay. the, they're looking like this. If you're uh, coming in on top of them, kind of behind his head, okay. he's not going to see that got spear. It, got it. <laughs> you got adrenaline, you can hear his voice. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is awesome. All right. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, Turkeys? Chokes. Uh, <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, um, just, just shoot a choke. If you don't want to shoot a choke, then just let your What's a choke? Uh, what does a choke cost, typically? Anywhere from sixty to one hundred dollars. Sixty to one hundred dollars. Forty. Yeah, you can yeah. Get forty. Forty but to one hundred dollars. You don't like I said. You don't have to. I put my. I cheat. I really don't need to. I put my decoys and I'm shooting with a gun at like twelve yards. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I, I shoot with. Oh, that's the other thing. When we're bow hunting birds, I think we all do do this. I put my decoys at five to seven steps. Absolutely. Yeah, I shot my bird. I want it to be as close as, as you yeah. can. When you say steps, you mean like actual like just steps. footsteps, yeah, normal walking. Okay. Steps. I mean, it's I've from... had birds rub my blind. They're so close. No kidding. Yeah. You want? Why do you want them so close? A lot easier to hit them at five Man, yards. You're talking you know with your bow. <laughs> you're hunting yeah, with your bow. bow. Even now, with my gun. My gun's at 12 yards. So turkeys will hold up a lot. They're pretty smart. So they get out there and they kind of get cautious. Well, if you hold up 30 yards from your decoys, and your decoy's already at 20, 30 yards, it's a poke. My decoy's only at 10 yards. It's game over. Same with a bow. If he wants to hold up on me, my decoy's at five yards, and he holds up 30 yards away. I'm killing him at 35. It's no big deal. Okay. I think I shot my turkey last year at four steps, four feet, probably actually. Nice. So with a gun, you're shooting him in the head. Yep, I put my. I do the same thing. I take the beat of my gun, and I put it right at the base of his head. So this is his head. A lot of. Bang. I think the easiest thing to do to tell people. So in case they don't, you know, left or right miss a little bit or up and down, it's like you know, trigger pull. If they're new, you know, then they're kind of scared of it or they don't exactly know exactly where to shoot. Is where the feathers meet the like the skin and meat on the turkey. That's a safe bet. I mean, yeah. The feather, because then you're gonna if you go down a little bit, you're gonna hit body and his throat's still there, his spine's still there. Yep, that's I mean, a safe, real safe bet for sure. And if you're gonna, if you hit up a little bit, you're hitting square in the dome. That's a lot of, you're gonna have a lot of pellets on target. You might get some, now you might have to pick away through some meat, but. Yep, yeah, if somebody knew, that's a good place to do it. Yep. And with a gun too, you're safer to have them pick their head up before you pull the trigger. Yeah. Because you get them, they come in, if they're strutting, your target is, you know, a baseball. Yep. But if you can pick his head up, you've got. God, like, that decoy scared the shit. Like I thought 16 it was a... inches. <laughs> so to get him to pick their head up, I always tell the guys, tell me when you're ready, and I'll pick his head up. And you just call real hard and aggressive. If You know, you give him a couple soft ones. If he doesn't, you get on him. So if he's coming in, you want to pick his head up. These people are going to be like, what in the world? <laughs> and then he'll that, st that, 
that we'll do spark a, will get essentially him to lift like his head a, up. like a dog would. And I think that's pretty. That's a very common. That's a you call it a shooting cluck or a shooting cackle, uh, hackle, mark hackle, a shooting cackle, and that's what. In a lot of you guys don't know. I will say is. all of our freaking all of our footage that you're gonna see. I would have to imagine if somebody's behind a gun or something like that, and they're mm-hmm. they're shooting something, you're gonna hear that you hear as they're shooting. Yeah. I mean, you can go on the YouTube video right now and, and look yeah. at them because sometimes you get some stubborn birds that'll gobble at it. And you gotta wait a little bit, yeah. but they'll pick their heads up eventually and then shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did decoys. Might as well go over calls. Yeah. Calls. Let's let's, uh, let's talk about our calls too. Calls are first of all, let's talk, we're first do, of all, let's talk first about. Of all, we gotta go ahead and, and thank. Give a good plug to uh, give a good pull, plug to uh, Bully's game calls. Bullies. Yeah. He gave us he hooked us up with these cool uh, slate calls. It's actually glass on the one side. It's a slate. Hook Buster other. three, glass over slate. Why does it make me so Let's nervous when you hold stuff again. over the Hook hole? Buster three. <laughs> yeah. Three. But this is a good sound of call. There's a lot of crappy calls out there, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because we're hooked, we're hooked up with this guy, but the only reason that we're hooked up with this guy is because his calls sound good. You know, we're not going to go hook yeah, up we, with. Yeah, I bought his calls before I yeah, yeah, before exactly. we did this. We yeah. all like that's a paid that call ain't free. No, no. <laughs> this is sweet. <laughs> that's a forty dollar call. So you got this. So it's got glass on the one side, which is kind of cool. It's pretty unique. Where, where's Bully's out of real quick? Um, he's on the west side. West Grand Rapids. All right, is it uh, Muskegon? All right, cool. Muskegon. That's okay. it. Yeah. Before you go do that, you got to explain what to do to, to prep the glass. So you take sandpaper, which he gives it in there. Come with did it come in it? Yeah. yeah, it did. And you give it a quick. You don't got to bury it in there, but you just want to rough up that surface. And this is a striker, and they make different ones, and they all kind of sound their own little way. But this is a striker he sends with it. You got to keep them dry. So what they don't work. You kind of put it on an angle, hold it like a pencil, put it on an angle, and I do half moons usually. And as you move it around, you it sounds different in different spots. And then you can just drag it across with slow. You get purrs. You can pop it real quick for some clucks. They're real simple to use. Little half moons, little movements, and that's it. And then you got slate on the back, which again you gotta rough it up real quick. Hit it with some sandpaper. It's the same thing, just a different sound. It's like a, more of a, a little bit deeper tone, maybe a little bit quieter. Slate is easier to use than glass. Great, yes. Slate's the easiest to use. He's also got some copper ones. He's got an aluminum one. And that aluminum face one. That you that. can slam yeah. on these things too. You can really. Yep. The glass one. The glass is louder on these ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. The glass is really louder. You can sound that off forever. So yeah. I like these a lot. Uh, these, so when I'm in a blind in the mornings you're talking about, and my hands are free, I always use slate because they're easiest for me. I can't purr and stuff like I can. No, and that, I, that's what I was just gonna say. I'm not. I've never. I've never. I know how to use them, but I've never used a, a uh, slate call because I just. I don't know. I haven't. You gotta practice them a little bit. You gotta practice with them, but it's such. It's so easier to. So much easier to purr with those than it is with a with a mouth call. Yeah. And so. Some of those those competition mouth callers are like oh, they can crazy, do it all. Man. There's there's kids that can do it just by when they go like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, that's even so like weird. even like Hunter. Get it. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I don't. I hardly ever use an actual diaphragm mouth call. I uh, I don't know. I'm kind of weird. I can do a lot of different a lot of different sounds. So you do or you don't? I you never don't. do. I can. Oh, you do it with your mouth. Weird. That's your best turkey call. 
that's pretty much what I use a that's lot. That's it. Yeah. That well, like hey, John. <laughs> no, with this, I sound like a beagle when so I do th it. This is a rasp. <laughs> this, the, the, your mouth calls are all going to be different, so the cuts are going to be different. Just, on you're them. not really in the frame. I know. All right. I got it. The cuts are going to be different on these, so kind of see them. What you're going to see each cut. Bat wing. Like this is oh, this go. is a bat wing, and it's probably the most common. Right. One it looks like a little V notch, and the different types of cuts are going to give you different different sounds. And do you know what model that is by Bully? Uh, this was the double beard. I do the believe. double beard? Yeah. They're all different. The colors, they're all color coordinated. So. And so these are these are a little bit different. Like this one's a super, a super, a deeper tone and a raspier uh, sound. Before you blow that, you have to, for anybody that's never done it, you go the round part. Please hold. Please hold. The round part goes to the back of your mouth it basically goes to that tallest point on the roof of your mouth it's basically where that sets and then you blow air between your tongue and the bottom of this and it vibrates the latex there and it sounds like a turkey i bought one during deer mouth. season and i tried it i could not figure out how to get that thing to make noise <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can change the pitch Pressure with yep. your tongue. Pressure changes pitch where you place it in the top of your mouth and where you can move yep. it around. You can change the way you move your mouth. There's a hundred different ways you can change it. Drive on your way to work, slap this in your in your mouth and play with it. And yep. you'll be able to figure it out. And then different cuts make different sounds and you do different things. And so for like I can get I can get a raspier tone with my call the further it is in the back of my mouth. And I get a cleaner tone when it, the closer it is to my teeth. So it's probably frozen. A little raspy. That's because the call is like almost in the back of my throat. That's to where you get it closer to the front of your mouth. It's a cleaner, more passive sound in hen. Now there's. It's really easy to sound one of these. A lot of people don't like the vibration on their tongue and the roof of their mouth. It really irritates them. Some people say it tickles their nose. But with that, I'll say if you get the tickling sensation in your tongue, I think you're using too much of the tip of your tongue. And I don't think anybody ever said that. I'm actually using like like the middle of my tongue on the elastic. So what I'm doing, what we're doing here is <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound dirty. Put your stuff together. But if you put it, you, the tip of your tongue on that on that latex, it's gonna itch, tickle your tongue. Um, and you can throw this in your mouth, like he said. And there's a couple different words that they say to say, like chirp. Yeah, chirp. on the back of my package it said chiuk. Chiuk. Yeah, chiuk. That'll give you like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was literally heard. in my truck going, chuck, chuck, chuck. I've never heard that. In yeah, my truck, and that's what it, that? it sounded like I was saying, chuck, chuck, chuck. Any like cheap call, they it's all like, what to do. See, and like the, do. the chirp, when, what they're doing with the P is just trying to get you to enunciate the, the stop of it. Yeah. And so like, like put, just like a little, uh, like a, a hen sounding pretty, pretty relaxed, pretty, you know, okay with what's going on. Yep. She'll just make the, a, an atom, just an, an ambient noise. It's just like a, so like a, 
that's her just kind of hanging out. She's just kind of farting around. And to do that, you just say put, put. And it's just uh, you're loading up your diaphragm and pushing a bunch of air out. Bring and it then up a little bit. Like, like, super John was cut. saying it gets shallow right here. Yeah. You'll hear it too. Birds do all different things. And you don't have to be like, we're not professional callers. I don't oh, even God, consider no. myself to be that good of a caller. Oh, God, no. But you don't have to be. Turkeys all sound different. I've heard hens in the woods that I'm like, wow, she sounds horrible. <laughs> Maybe it's it was another hunter. It's a wild, no, I saw her. They come back. They're wild birds. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that sounds crazy. And you don't hear the hens as much in Michigan. Out west, you hear hens like crazy. Oh, yeah. I've never really more. heard them when I'm deer hunting. I see them, I just never hear them. You'll, they don't talk as much in the fall and winter, but no. they, you'll hear them definitely during the spring, yeah. especially in the morning. Yep, right on the roost, they talk a lot. Yeah. So don't be afraid to call. Don't just don't call too much. Don't be afraid that you sound like garbage. It's not that big of a deal. And that's the thing. If you're if you're wondering if you should call, give it five minutes. Also, should I call now? Give it five minutes. <laughs> if you really are like I suck at calling, I can't figure out the slate call. I can't figure out a mouth call. Bully sells box calls, the original box calls. All you do is push a little button on the they back of the push button. Oh, no and push it, it makes a good turkey sound. A three-year-old can do it. Yeah, well, you I mean, can purr with it, you can cluck with it, you can call with it. And they sell the hand box calls too. So I know how to use one of those just because my dad always had one sitting next to the door and I'd mess with it every time. Those are both really, so don't you can't go wrong with those. I've never. And kind of more advanced. You can if do you're more. also, like my neighbor is a coyote hunter, he's got a game call that's got thousands of different calls on it and i've seen people call in turkeys with he game calls. don't do it in michigan it's oh not in michigan no, highly illegal. Highly illegal to use don't do that i did not know that don't See? use yeah don't use that in michigan. you're not allowed of, to use them a lot of places you can't use electronic calls really for turkeys so okay. don't do that don't do that in don't michigan. do that in michigan don't get caught turkey reaping in michigan which is where you walk behind the fan yeah. and shoot the bird it's the most fun way to shoot turkeys in michigan dnr needs to fix it for whatever reason um, probably least for, the same, at least for private land. I understand yeah. if you don't want them to do it on public land. It's the same reason every year, but the same reason that we can only shoot one time in the spring. Yeah, yeah, and one a day in the fall. Yeah. yeah. So, in conclusion, it's been like an hour of this. Yeah, for sure. Go drive around and scout. One last thing, my biggest tip for turkey hunting um, before we conclude. That was awesome. My biggest. Wait, wait. Uh, that was like a, that? That was a pause. Okay. A pause. My <laughs> biggest biggest tip for turkey hunting is hunt. In, if you're if you're deathly afraid to hunt in the rain, I would say hunt in the rain. But hunt after a rain. Yeah, Go a, hunt after the rain. Right after a rain. The turkeys are they move so much after rain. Yeah. During the rain. During the I've killed. There's one in our video. It's a thunderstorm. And we blast. <laughs> and, the, and that's in the, the morning. Yeah. Yeah. It was first thing in the morning. Thunder. No thunder kidding. lightning. You couldn't even hear the yeah. blind was so loud. Filmed it. Yeah. Filmed it. Oh, you're. The one in the our, it's on our intro. The bird gets shot in the face. No and pushed back. It's yeah. That's something. Yeah. About the rain. I mean, it's it's food. They're gonna get new food, and they're gonna want to get out of the woods because they're gonna be hidden in the woods when it rains hard. Yeah. They're gonna want to get out of the woods to sunbathe and dry themselves off. They're not like waterfowl. They don't have the oils. They actually get soaking wet, so they want to yeah. come out. And, and all this new all food. Water. The worm. When it rains, worms come up. Bugs come out. Frogs are out, so they get out there and they eat everything. Yeah. So when it rains, go hunting. Where? Yeah. That's I can't. Fields. That's my. I if it rains, I will leave work. I'm going hunting that day. <laughs> <laughs> what is your most double bust? Double bust thing? out. Double bust. Out. What is your can't do without turkey hunt? Biggest tur biggest piece of turkey advice. Biggest, biggest piece of yeah. That that's yours. That's mine for sure. Hunt, the rain. Hunt during or during after or after rain. What's yours? I think my biggest one would be don't be afraid to move. Okay. Move if spots. you have, if yeah, move spots. No, when you're if moving, you are have, you moving slow? If or you, you have the property, try to be stealthy. If you have the property, I mean, definitely move slow and utilize. You're not just gonna walk out across your field. 
yeah, move and don't be afraid to every, you know, every couple hundred yards, give some slight purrs in a couple clucks and see if you get a response from it. If you have the property. I like, personally, if I'm hunting in the morning and it sucks or you don't get a bird or whatever, is get in the truck and drive and look for a bird, a tom that's strutting in the field. On property you have permission to. Yeah, we, we knock obviously. on a lot of doors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have more turkey permission and places to hunt than. Is it easier to get turkey permission than deer, you just said? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yes. It's, it's still not, yeah, that is. it's not a, not many people, yeah. how many people do you deer hunt, you know, turkey hunt? Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's the, but a lot of times you'll hear people say that their property's leased and just go with it. It doesn't mean that it's leased for turkeys. It's just, just go on, move along. There's a lot of places. Don't be afraid to look somewhere you've never yeah. seen a turkey in the fall. Mm -hmm. Michigan's got a lot of birds. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hunter took mine. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> don't be afraid to move. You That's, don't have any other ones? My, well, that and I guess we've already touched on it, but don't overcall. Yeah. I go, a huge I've mistake. been out hunting with guys that, that are that are great callers and they'll they'll call in birds but i don't know if that's on their own free will or if it was their call because they were calling so much and i've also been hunting with people that it, we've if you're hunting with two people two people are like okay one person call one person be in charge of calling one person be in charge of shooting because i've i personally have overcalled the shit out of some birds and yeah it's a learning curve yeah don't don't overcall like i said if if, if you're thinking to yourself Man, I should call right now. Just give it five more minutes because they're not going far. Turkey, turkey, Nico, like Nico says, it gives their own. They do their own turkey thing. They're on turkey time. They're not in any rush to get anywhere. Every now and again, you're going to get a, a screaming tom that's going to come flying across the field and charge at your decoys, which is sweet. You're going to poop your pants a little bit, but in a, in general, they're going to move as a whole group and they're kind of just going to walk around and laze around. So that five more minutes. They're, they're not worried about it, so just don't overcall. I got some. I got a really important, valuable piece of advice. Lay it out there. All right, so I have no idea how to turkey hunt, so just get out there. Get some yeah. interest in it, because I've never had interest in it, and listen to these guys talk in the last few months, and seeing a lot of turkey out of my deer hunting property, I've kind of always been like, well, maybe I, maybe I should get out there and shoot a turkey. Listen to this podcast. If we didn't cover any, everything that you wish we did send us an email or hit us up on instagram or facebook whatever comment on youtube however you want to get a hold of us we'll we will typically generally get back to you if we don't um send us another message and we'll, we'll get back to you eventually but ask us the question whatever one of these guys will be able to answer answer it and yeah just just get out there that's it go do it get out there and learn how to do it get a bully's game call do, do it, it. yeah get a bully's game call damn it I good luck y'all Forgot something. Let's but get that you guys good? You got another one? Yeah, and I had one more thing. Real quick? Real quick. Just to end it. Um, it's kind of actually pretty important. And these guys can <laughs> can uh, shed some light on it. I've never done it. Real quick, John. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Deer hunting, you shoot your big buck, then you're like, Mom, now all my property soiled. Nope. No. Nope. Yes. You can shoot Ooh, that is good. a whole flock of turkeys. <laughs> At the same time, well, yeah. you can't because it's illegal. But you can have, you buddies. can bring your friends. All of your buddies, your friends can shoot, shoot a whole flock each. of freaking. Yeah, done it. We've done it. We've done it. So, if you so shoot a bird, you don't have to run after it like they do on TV. No, don't so run you after leave it, and, and they'll come. Other ones will come back. And, and hunt, that, hunt, that yeah. and hunt that same spot. Yeah, hunt that same spot the next day. You can hunt it that night. We yeah. have footage of our dad killing. There was three times coming. He shoots one. Then the next day, Hunter was out there. There's two times and come in and they shoot one. Now there's one time left and they killed him a few days later. Killed all three of those times. 
Okay. So don't don't spook the field spot. out. They'll be yeah, at the same spot. Is, that is really good. And don't advice. think it's going to ruin your turkey population because trust me, there's plenty of turkeys. There's around. too many of them. Kill them all. Right. all. We've had a tip up that's been uh, flag up. up. So let's go check the flag. Do you guys want to come along? Make sure you go. Always uh, game calls. Bye, mom. Check us out on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Our YouTube. number one follower. Subscribe. <laughs> Give us five stars. It helps us out. Thanks. Thank God. My foot was getting real slippery right there. I thought I was going down.